You're listening to Perpessence with Brian Dussel. Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dussel. We are basically halfway through the year. I can't believe it, really. It's been going by so fast. I have so many goals, but so little time. I'm going to have to do some laser focus and really work at a few select projects. How has your year gone so far? What have you accomplished? Is there anything you wish you did accomplish? You still have half the year left. At the end of the year, I know I want to look back and see that I made progress. I'm on a path to writing a novel, which takes a lot of mental power. It's hard to sit down and write when your brain is fried. I'll have some days where I literally only write one or two sentences. Then I'll have days where I write a whole chapter. As long as I write one chapter a week, I'll be on task to finish the novel this year. It may not be finalized, but I will be excited to share my journey as we go along this year. I plan on doing some solo episodes really soon. I really enjoy having guests. It just takes a lot of work to find the right people. And I need just a little break. So you'll get to hear me ramble. If you do have an idea for a guest, do feel free to contact me. Today, we have Vanessa Leonard. She is a good friend of mine. She has worked on a project of mine, and she is currently shooting her feature film. Vanessa, it's good to see you. Yes, you too, Brian. So, you are an actress, writer, producer, director, filmmaker, oh model. <laughs> Voiceover actress. Oh my gosh. It's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, by that description alone, so thank you for that. <laughs> well, first off, actually, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, thanks for being yeah, here. Yeah, so this is my first time here. Um, but yeah, so uh, from that description, I guess you can tell I'm an overachiever and <laughs> I like to stay busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I... Uh, Gosh, I got interested in theater um, in grade and high school, and I was in different um, different plays, and I carried that through college. I took a couple um, film and theater courses, and here I am in my adult life, and it's awesome seeing, you know, it um, just having opportunities. Um, as far as my modeling, I was um, a contestant as a Miss Ohio teen pageant um, when I was 17, and uh I won the Spirit Award award out of uh, 130 girls, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know. I've just I've always just pushed myself, and uh, I've taken risk, and um, yeah, I just like to create art in different ways. I can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so, out of all the ta- talents you have, what is your passion? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I do love acting, and um, but as you mentioned with the, uh, the filmmaking and being a director, um, adding director and screenwriter to, oh, yeah, um, I forgot that one. Oh, it's okay. Um, my passion. Oh my gosh. I really do love writing. I love writing. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. 
That's because I had the privilege of reading your script for your upcoming movie. Yes. And I definitely love it. Are you allowed to tell us about it? Yeah, I'm awful at descriptions. Um, I'm great at details, but <laughs> so I will try to uh, not give anything too yeah, much away. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, yeah. So I, um, when I started acting, actually, um, past college after I graduated, um, I never wanted to really go to Hollywood. I'm, I'm way too much of a realist for that. Um, so I think I'll stick around in the Midwest um, and just create art here. And um, so, but my main goal when I started acting um, was I wanted to get into a film festival. I don't mean have to win. Like I have low expectations. I just really wanted to get into a film festival that I had to travel to. I've been in several local ones and, um, and then Columbus, I believe. I was in one. And um, actually, before we get to my film, um, back in 2016, I acted with a new company in Columbus. And um, being that I had to travel, you know, even Columbus is only a couple hours away, but um, because I wasn't exactly that local and working on my main work schedule, um, I was kind of limited. So I was, I was kind of just a supporting role, but it was a lot of fun. And I loved the cast and crew that I, that I worked with and met for the first time. And, um, there's actually been a lot of success from that film. Um, it went to the, it's, it's been not in a lot of, um, or it's been in a lot of film festivals, um, nationwide, but it's actually has won multiple awards and it went to the Cleveland International Film Festival. It went to two or three, I think in Florida. That's a big one. The Cleveland one's from what I heard, is actually pretty big. Yeah, so I went to Cleveland International Film Festival. I went to, um, I think, a couple in Florida and a couple in uh, Texas, South by Southwest, and I think Austin Revolution. Um, so it's it's really cool seeing the success coming from that. Um, unfortunately, because I was just a supporting role, I wasn't able to go to the festivals, but it's still awesome meeting new people and making the connections and collaborating and creating art and just being tied to the project in itself. So um, Yeah, I've yet to actually go to one besides the oh. the local ones. I've been to Sylvania, Mommy, but yeah, yeah. never been to an actual one where it's like people you don't know. Right. Like a ton of people. Right. So, um, yeah, talking present day, though, um, my, my goal has always been just to get into a film festival that I have to travel to. Mm -hmm. And I've been waiting for the last, I think, six years I've been acting. Um, I've been waiting for an amazing script and to come along. And I have been in amazing scripts. Um, uh, I was in a comedy back in, again, 2016. And um, it did very well. Like, it was, it was one of the... I mean, I think it's um, the first comedy out of Toledo, actually. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> yeah, and it did it did really well, but unfortunately, I think it was kind of shelved after the premiere. Um, I was really hoping it would be in other festivals, but it really wasn't. And I guess that was the director's um, decision. But it was a lot of fun, so much fun. And um, but yeah, so anyways, I uh, I've just been waiting and. Um, Finally, I starting call it cliche, but um, or basic, but um, <laughs> in 2017, I really sat down and I gave myself a pep talk. I'm like, Vanessa, you still love to write. You can do this. Come up with a story. And um, man, it, it is tough because I'm like, what the heck hasn't been done before? I mean, yeah. that that was the toughest thing. 
And um, also, just a side note, I hate chick flicks. Like, I find them super predictable. I end up, like, renting them anyways because they're popular, and a lot of times there's actresses in them that I like. But um, some, most of the time I just forward to the ending because I'm like, I, I know what's going to happen. Um, but I, uh, I chose to write a drama, a romance, just because I think they do well in film festivals. And, um, I think it kind of like gives, it's a, it's a kind of a fantasy. I think it's, um, every girl kind of wants, you know, that, that romance, but, um, it's kind of like, uh, it just, you lose yourself, you know? Um, and I guess that's what the movies are all about. You know, you kind of want to just take your audience to a new place and yeah, that's what I want. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my film. So I, uh, Sorry, I got lost a little bit. And what's the title? In the fantasy. The <laughs> uh, title oh, of your film? Yeah. So um, the title of my film is A Story Worth Living. And I, like I mentioned earlier, I um, gave myself a pep talk. And finally, one night, I have spurts of insomnia. And so I didn't dream it. That would also be weird. I guess that would be like Twilight-ish. But, I've, I've <laughs> dreamed of uh, a whole plot for a book before. Really? Yeah, it's So weird. I had the opposite effect. I didn't sleep that night, and um, I just remember tossing and turning, and, like, something sparked in my brain, and I saw the movie from start to finish. There, like, yeah, it was nice. Bizarre. You have to start writing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I had um, the general outline, I mean, everything marked, you know, within, like, a week. Um, but I did. I saw the first scene and the ending, and I knew exactly what it was going to be, and it was amazing. And it was just so much fun, so nice. much fun writing. So it's a a, a drama romance. Yeah. Um, some comedy in uh, there, a little bit. A little bit of comedy, yeah. I didn't think it was that funny, but people reading it said that, you know, I chuckled at this part, or that's funny, and I'm like, oh, well, cool. I mm -hmm. don't think I'm that funny, but <laughs> thanks. I'll take the compliment. Yeah. Memory serves me right. You are one of the main voiceover actresses on some kind of audio drama. An audio <laughs> drama is an ongoing show, like a TV series, but with only audio. You can listen to this on the go or even close your eyes and dive into the world like you were talking about. Yes. Is that correct? That is correct. Ah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so we're working on a an audio drama yeah there's a little plug for that um mm -hmm. it was actually really cool how um i met with you brian um just because i mentioned to you how one last thing i forgot to mention in my bio yeah, i'm really bad it. i'm bad at talking about myself <laughs> but um i used to be a radio dj for oh, about yeah. three three years of my life a l little over three years um but i did live shifts and pre-recorded shifts and i did commercials and um so yeah i guess talking on a microphone i'm not not foreign to me, mm -hmm. so yeah. Oh, it 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 definitely worked out. I had, I think only one person has listened to it. I don't really want it out, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he said, like he said, you were good. So. Aw, thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's like it's kind of out out of your realm too. Oh yeah, for sure. Because um, radio, it's like, and right now you are listening to, mm -hmm. um, whereas, um. You know, the audio drama, it's a different form of acting, but it's it's all expressions in your voice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely different. Mm -hmm. And it's this is like drama, but sci-fi. So, like, that's... I know you weren't a big sci-fi yeah. fan. I'm so weird when it comes to movies. Um, Yeah, I'm not a big sci-fi fan mm -hmm. either. 
Um, but I will say this. I'd rather choose romantic drama over sci-fi. I don't know, but there's some sci-fis I'm into, though. See, I'm watching Lost in Space right now on Netflix. Okay. It's really good. Oh, nice. I guess I like suspense, thriller, horrors, kind of. Yeah. I like the worlds. Like, I like... Like, what if that was me? What if I lived in that world? Oh, I like that. That's what I like a lot. I like that. So uh, I just like this, like, this crazy world. It's like, it could be, like, anything from Breaking Bad. Like, that is a good, it develops a world really mm-hmm. well to Lord of the Rings, to any any fantasy. To, yeah, yeah, I don't really, like, look at a, a romantic film. Like, I wish, like, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, like, say I got the hots for her, but it's like... Eh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not a big romance film. There's one with Ryan Ryan Reynolds I really liked. Which one's that? I can't remember. <laughs> the one with Ryan Reynolds. Well, that narrows it out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, it has the girl from, I think it has the girl from, uh, what's that movie every girl watches where it has Lindsay Lohan. Ryan Reynolds and Lindsay Lohan's in it together? No, she's not in it, but that movie. <gasps> Oh, Mean Girls? Yeah, it has the... Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I love her. It has her in it. Oh, wait, are you talking Ryan Gosling? Maybe. No, because that's Notebook, right? It is, and that's my favorite. It's not Notebook. Side note, uh, Ryan Gosling, if you ever hear this, you probably won't. But um, we share (laughs) a same birthday, and I've tweeted to you, like, every birthday of ours. (laughs) So, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I, I like like comedies, but hmm. but yeah, yeah this is like this is like sci-fi, but there's a lot of like comedy in it. Yeah, so that's why I'm a. I can't wait for you to see the to oh my read gosh, the I next episodes. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. I've been writing them. It's fun, and it's like it's really. I try to get really in depth on like a worldview, and then I try to get some nice corny humor in there and then some just action and what do you think what do you think of the experience how do you feel about it um I like it um I don't uh think it's like like I mentioned um sci-fi isn't exactly my genre go-to but um I really like it. I'm having a lot of fun with it and it's it's again it's a whole fantasy and taking yourself out of the equation and you know, putting your mindset into a character, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. The the voice over acting is like, it's like not you. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not, fun. Yeah, I never. Oh no, I did act once on a film, but did you know? It was a short film. Oh, okay, I forgot what it's called. To be honest, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Justin James was the director. Oh. Yeah. He's uh, doing sound for my movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. He was He's the director. I was the main actor. Awesome. I don't like seeing like it was the first time I saw myself. Didn't like it. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I don't think I will ever get used to that, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm kind of cringing for my premiere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's a that's we're talking a year out at least, so I think I'll just let it stay there for now. <laughs> so. I usually pick a topic with my guests to talk about, and we bounce back on our lens of topic. And today I want to do something different, if you don't mind. All right. I want to talk about the process of struggle. 
not necessarily overcoming the struggle, but if we end on that note, that's all right. Everyone hears about how to be independent, love themselves, live in your bliss, that tomorrow is a new day, and so on. But what about the struggle itself? What is it? What is that like for you when your flame goes out, when all is lost, and well, you just don't have that gumption? So the struggle, like we always talk about, oh, it's okay, you know, you have to just get up and just uh, be busy or uh, maybe work out or take these pills or whatever. But what about the actual struggle itself? Like, what is that like? Like facing it head on as opposed to um, distracting yourself with, you know, the different scenarios that you mentioned. Like everything shuts down. So everything just shuts down and you're just in this world of just gray. Wow. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. Um... For me, I mean, that's, that is sadness. Like, I feel like for some reason, it's like, you know, it's going to be, you're going to get over it. But like, that's just not enough. Like at that time, it's like, yeah, I know it's like, I'm eventually, this is me now though. Like, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel, I feel like shit. I feel yeah. like everyone is doing okay, but I'm just not. Yeah, I def I definitely think um, you know, in the world that we live in now, there's definitely um, you know, being so surrounded um with uh social media. There's definitely yeah. comparison is definitely an issue and um, you know, obviously people only post the highlights of what um they want you to see or they want to want you to know about them. And I'm guilty of that. Um so I think the whole jealousy factor and um, I think that can really play a factor on people and, you know, essentially their mental state. Um, for me, I, uh, I've definitely been there as far as um, a struggle and, you know, a depressive state. Um, I would probably deal more with anger, though, and I think a lot of people do. Um, because anger is essentially a stronger emotion than sadness because sadness is showing weakness. Um, so for me, I think I would, I would be angry and I would utilize that, um, kind of as a fire to, um, kind of get over, over the hump, um, no matter how long it would take, whether if it's weeks or months or, um, you know, a couple days. Um, so you just kind of like fuel the... Yeah, Anger. because I, as I mentioned earlier, um, I'm kind of an overachiever and um, I just, I live by my to-do list and um, I guess I kind of get OCD about that too. So um, if I am dealing with something or, you know, if I'm kind of struggling in my mindset, um, I still find a way to push through it. And I think that's, I think it's not so much of, a determination, but I think it's more of a distraction, um, about, you know, the, what to really face what, you know, I'm struggling with at that moment. You brought up the social media, how everyone portrays a, a, a good Persona. life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I get that a lot in 
the episodes. We talked about that a lot. I think that's like spread offline as well. Like we live that online, but we also live it offline. Interesting. So, How so? Because say you see everyone's good and everything, but you meet and talk to them. They also like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, you know? Oh, when, I hate small talk. Or maybe they're not really good. Right. We're just not open enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of like a byproduct from social media. So we're not open enough. So you feel like since we're we're like that offline, we think online, we think everyone's doing well. So offline, we might think that as well. Mm-hmm. That we think, oh, look, everyone there laughing and have a good time, and I'm not. So, like, I feel like you're not the only one going through it. So, like, knowing that's good. Oh, for sure. But I, I feel like we're just not open enough in general. I think that's a big I agree problem. With that. I agree with that. Now, I, I know online, that's kind of a, don't really need to spell, spill it out online. but Yeah, that's why it's tough. It's tough because you obviously don't want to um, air your dirty laundry. And, like, when you do see that one person um, to post, like, you know, um, even name drop, you know, about so-and-so. Oh, yeah. Don't put people on blast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Definitely don't tag. (laughs) 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 Why did you email me back or text, whatever? It's not 25. (laughs) But, but, um, yeah, I think um, there's also, like, if you see someone airing their dirty laundry per se, you know, you think, wow, that's weird. Like, why would you post that on social media? Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I think there's a, just a judgmental factor going on. Um, and not to mention just the last couple of years, um, I think it was like 2015, there was like a real shift in social media that it's so, it's, um, centered on anger and uh, just a lot of people are angry. and um, Oh, the fire wars. Yeah. Yeah. And opinion-based. See, and, I don't um, read into that. You don't? No, that's I good. don't see it. It's affected I, me, so that's good. Yeah. I just I just don't see it. But I'm also not very political. And so I don't really... That's where the big fire wars yeah. are. Oh, yeah. Like, I keep... I like to keep tabs. Mm-hmm like here and there about big things right. and then things I actually care about like 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 nutrition or like the farming or That's anything good. like that yeah. I like to I like to see that or the global warming all that stuff mm-hmm. like I like all that I like NASA all that but I don't really like I don't know who's doing what who, That's good. You know like I feel like that should be important. We all should know that. Like we all should know who's running for what yeah but i feel like a lot of us don't know that and we don't even get to like it i mean we see it on like uh on the on the lower levels like we get to pick who we vote for and everything but i Mm -hmm. never see that on a higher level because we're not paying attention as much i feel i agree and you know what's interesting i had this thought a couple weeks ago um you know just having smartphones and you know the access to the internet, you know, within seconds, um, we have, you know, the world dictionary or encyclopedia or whatever you want to call it, like at the, at our fingertips. I mean, we have access to all the knowledge in the world, but we don't take advantage of that. Yeah, it's true. It's a, 
it is a uh let's see i mean it's it's a it's a it's a demon like there's a lot of bad stuff oh for but sure. it's also an angel like you can learn from it like oh, yeah. you can listen to all the podcasts you want right learn a lot <laughs> and like the government and big media has not taken over podcasting so you can really mm-hmm. listen to some truth right so it's not so much censored censored mm-hmm. um that's just that yeah that's just that but then you can look up you can look up the uh theses from or thesis from mm-hmm. like colleges or mm-hmm. like you can look up grants and just all kinds of stuff oh yeah for sure and it's sad i'm speak i'm preaching to myself right now like uh because we take we take it for granted for sure yeah yep i agree so how about the uh you you face it head on your uh the struggle yeah the struggle you Mm -hmm. you face it head on and so you you say you deal with with some anger at times and what helps you with that um well, now that the weather's getting warmer, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. it is nice. Um, I have a hammock in my backyard and, um, when I'm not filming or doing podcasts or, you know, whatnot, um, I try to lay and just reflect and kind of meditate and pray, um, as much as possible to try to really slow down and gather my thoughts and gather myself. Yeah. I think that's definitely key especially if you live a busy life to mm-hmm. take that moment to reflect inside. Mm-hmm. I think that's real important. And just, you could just write. Yeah, for sure. You could just think about your day. Like, what did I do today? Just mm-hmm. something easy as that. Yep. Um, you can meditate. You can pray. Like you said, you can, there's all kinds of things you can do. A lot, a lot of us don't, we think we live in a selfish world, but we really don't live in a, like, a healthy selfishness, I guess you could call it. Like thinking about yourself. Take oh, that time to think yeah. about yourself. Yeah, to take care of yourself. To They're take care of your about, mental, yeah. physical, and emotional yeah. states. Yeah. We only care about our image, our yeah. what we drive, where we live, what how we, wear, we look. Yeah. yeah. All mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I definitely agree. It's all kind of superficial mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. I agree. It's like I see that online as well. Like if I post something that's really important to me. It's like I try to share it and it's like it doesn't get much buzz. But if I like posted like like a picture and it's like like me and my kids, it would get buzz. It's like oh they they're super important to me, by the way. But it's like I I feel like that's a big problem on on the internet. Like likes, you know, uh Finding your worth and how much interaction and uh, likes, thumbs up or yeah. hearts that you receive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I get that. It's like you, you take a quick picture and you, th- you know, throw it on online and you get a lot of likes, and then you do it for like a book or something you're writing or whatever. It's like whew, nothing. <laughs> yeah, people don't support local artists. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, it is tough. I think that 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 hits me pretty hard. Really. Yeah. But I'm kind of used to it, though. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the podcast is doing well, though. Yeah, good. Well, f- on my standards, it's like yeah, yeah. it's like fifty to a hundred people per episode. That's it's not awesome. bad. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So um, what do you have planned in the future? Well, as in future, as in tomorrow, I'm working with a new director. <laughs> oh, you're doing something different? Yeah, I yeah. am. Um, in the middle of filming my film. I started my film actually this past week. Um, so that's been a long time coming. But um, yeah, tomorrow I'm working with a new director and I'm doing a short film. Hmm. And then over the next five months, I'm spending on my movie. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be... It's tough working around summer schedules. Yeah. So. How many people do you have to work with? Uh, not that much. Like, um, if you're including cast and crew, we're talking about 20 people. But the cast itself is about 12. So. Hmm. It's still, that's a lot of people just to it is, yeah. get all on the same. I've, if we're all working and everything. Yeah. This is def- I think this is like one of the smallest. I mean, when it comes to feature length films, we're not talking short films, but... Um, this is one of the uh, smallest, you know, crew, cast and crews that I've ever worked with. So hmm. I wanted to start off small. Yeah. Which is hard because, you know, I have a lot of friends who um, act and are in the film community. But it's just one of those things that like, sorry, guys, I love you. But, you know, I I don't want to overwhelm myself, especially since this is my first film that mm-hmm. I'm directing and taking charge of. So why did you want to make your film? Why did I want to make it? Um, well, a couple reasons. One, because my per- own personal goal of wanting to go to a film festival that I had to travel to. And then two, um, when I decided to do the genre of a romantic, romantic drama, I really wanted to focus on something that um, is relevant to this day. And I chose to do it on mental illness. Um a lot of mental illness movies, in my opinion, are horror genre. You know, that's yeah. because uh, psychopaths and uh, schizophrenia and borderline personality disorders, you know, it sells. Um, so a lot of them are done, yeah, in the horror genre. But I really wanted to shed a new light on mental illness and, um, you know, just want to tell a new story about it that um, I think a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, now that I think of it. It's kind of hard to think of one right now. Uh, what comes to mind is there's a Netflix show called Atypical that's about autism. Hmm. So that was kind of unique. Mm-hmm. Um, can't really think of much for like disorders, like for mental disorders or anything, mental illness. Yeah, I saw one, I think like two years ago on Netflix. Um, and I believe Rooney Mara in it. And, um, it was mental illness, and she was in a psych ward. But then it kind of turned into like a suspense, suspense thriller horror towards the end. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved it, and it was really good. Um, but yeah, I just really wanted to, I don't know, tell a different story with a different genre. Nice. So it's kind of a good thing you're really working on this and yeah, pushing it to. Yeah. You said it's going to be done sometime next year? Filming will be done in um, beginning of October, if we keep the schedule. Um, and I already have the trailer planned out. I do my best thinking at, at night. Um, I It was probably a month or two ago. I, again, was laying in bed, and I didn't sleep, and I wasn't sleeping. And um, I, I saw the trailer, and I'm like... I started immediately. I whipped up my phone and taking down notes, and um, so I'm really excited. So that's the easy part because to me, um, trailers are really tough. It's like how can you squeeze like, you know, enough information to you know 
get people interested, but then not too much to make yeah. it obvious. So um, I think nowadays they just give everything away. That's why I don't watch them anymore. Or they give only the best parts. Yeah, like, that too. And then especially for comedies, and it's like, oh my gosh, it looks so funny. And then it's like, oh, that's the only funny parts. Yeah, the, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'm really excited about the trailer alone. I already have people asking me, "Hey, is your movie out yet?" Or and I'm like, "No, no, no, I just started." So. <laughs> But it's fun. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Thank you. So uh, anything else planned? Um, actually, yeah. I'm in another local film um, in June. Uh, just a supporting role. Um, but yeah, that's another thing that's kind of overlapping with my film. Um, but yeah, another local film, feature-length film that I, I have a role in. Um, but yeah, just staying busy with that this summer. Nice. So... Mm-hmm. Where can we find you? All right. So uh, <laughs> um, I have a personal Twitter page at Vanessa L. Leonard. Um, L stands for Lee, if anyone wanted to know. Um, same, The same handle is my Instagram, Vanessa L. Leonard. And then I have a Twitter account for um, my movie that I need to use more often. That is at Worth worth living film i did think about that i have an instagram and facebook uh, accounts uh for my film as well and that is at a story worth living movie um and today i just rolled out an indiegogo because uh gotta get that funding somehow oh yeah so tell (laughs) us about that real quick yeah so i um i'm totally new to this guys um i uh whipped up an indiegogo account today campaign and um, so if you do a search in uh, Indiegogo for a story worth living, um, you will be able to find it. You might have to scroll a little bit, but um, <clears throat> it's there and it's live. If you guys uh, believe in my project and believe in what I'm doing and, you know, believe this story needs to be told, I greatly appreciate it in advance. Yeah, it's a good story. It's a lot of people can relate to it. And then if anyone has... Or knows anyone with mental illness that's even more of a relation they can have with it. But I think anyone can relate to it. Yeah, thank for you. For sure. Thank you. And, yeah, it's definitely a gripping story, I could say. Thank you. Yeah, because you read the script. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Brian actually read the script um, before it changed. Um, I guess I can mention this whole Sundance thing. I uh, originally wanted to not do crowdfunding. Um, I wanted to do grant funding. And I, it's really tough finding grants though, because it has to like be on this topic or it has to be like, you have to be of this race or this, you know, sexuality or like whatever. And, um, so it was, it was challenging and I finally found one and it was with Sundance of all places. And, um, I heard back right away and they actually showed interest in my film. And, um, I let the email sit in my inbox for a couple of days because I'm like, oh, that's just an automated message saying that we received your script. Like, yeah. And uh, no, about three or four days later, you know, hey, we still haven't heard from you. Send us, you know, your synopsis and the final script. And okay, <laughs> like they're actually interested. So, um, yeah, I was talking back and forth with Sundance a little bit. And um, unfortunately, it they had to narrow it a couple thousand um, applications down to two. And I was not one of the two, but um, it's still it was still really awesome. Yeah, and, you know, Sundance is the the yeah. prestigious. Yeah, um, definitely the end goal. So um, it's cool they have my name and film on file and um, yeah. So Sundance, 
hopefully. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you for coming on to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. This mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. We're going to have you on again. <laughs> All right. So, sounds good. Yeah. And I'll see you sometime. Yeah, sometime. All right. Thanks. <laughs>